Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the newly branded Faith to Conquer Fear radio show, hosted by me, Christy Demetrakis, the Empowered Speaker. I'm the president and founder of the Empowered Speaker, which is a faith-based global ministry that teaches people the power of dreams and the importance of faith in conquering the fears that limit us. I'm also the author of Faith to Conquer Fear, Inspiration to Achieve Your Dreams. You can find out more about me and my services and my book at www.empoweredspeaker.com. And for those of you who may be listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show for the first time, here's what you can expect. This show will provide guests who will motivate you, inspire you, and give you tools to activate your goals and dreams, whether those dreams are entrepreneurial, corporate, or personal. And today I have a special guest to help me do just that, Dr. Celeste Owens. And let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Celeste before I let her talk to you. Um, Dr. Celeste Owens is a Ph.D. She's a former psychologist turned wellness guru who offers wisdom, advice, and tools that promote health and healing from a biblical perspective. A seven-year breast cancer survivor, Dr. Celeste has personally experienced the healing power of a holistic lifestyle and proper nutrition. In fact, her personal battle with cancer inspired her to become a certified natural health professional and to adopt a clean eating lifestyle. Now, this once self-proclaimed junk food junkie is thriving post-cancer and inspires others to do the same. Dr. Celeste will enliven your next meeting or conference with her innovative approach to health and wellness. Her live-out-loud, transparent manner of message delivery leaves audiences laughing, learning, and transformed from the inside out, as Dr. Celeste believes that when one changes her mind, she changes her season. I love that. As a health and wellness aficionado, Dr. Celeste has been featured on television programs such as Love Pray and Grace and Glory, and interviewed for the Washington Post, Essence, Heart and Soul, and Vision Magazine. She is also extensively interviewed about her first book, which chronicles her unlikely past wholeness. That was a mouthful. Dr. Celeste, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Faith and Country Yes, yes, my pleasure. Mommy, look at this guy. about what we will discuss today. Oh, I'm so excited as well. And I have to tell you all, Dr. Celeste was one of the first people I interviewed this a couple, guy probably a couple of years ago. I used to do teleseminars instead of the radio show. And she was one of my That's very crazy. first guests, and she left such that an impression on me. And our paths have crossed through other people. I keep I'm hearing her name over the last couple of years. I keep hearing her name through all these new people, and I went, you know what? I need to have her back. <laughs> I need to absolutely have her back. So here she is. Here she is. Yay! So I, and I've never met her in person. That's the funny part. Never met her in person. Um, so one day that will happen. One day that will happen. Yeah. But hey, I want I read a lot. I read a lot and you it's some key things that I'm sure stuck out with people are you're a breast cancer survivor. Um, you know, you you went from a junk food 
style of eating to this clean lifestyle. I mean, so much to talk about just based on your bio. But before we get into any of that, tell us something that wasn't in the bio about you. Yeah, something that was not mentioned in the bio uh, because it would have made it even longer. <laughs> I'm happy to share <laughs> is that um, again you touched on it. But I want to elaborate just a moment about it is because I'm a former psychologist. And in my mind, well, I'm one of the people who had, had in the past planned my life to a T. And you know, what I was going to do, what I was going to do, and how I was going to have it, and all that stuff. I, you know, let me down laugh for a little while because I thought I knew everything I wanted to do. So I had you all to be a psychologist for the rest of my life. And I had this whole dream of being a private practice and having a wellness center where it would be. Uh, you know, just the collaboration Mom, of different uh, health professionals, that kind of thing. And I just, you know, I had a business plan related to it, and I was so excited about it. And God invited me, and we'll talk about this too, but he invited me to come on an amazing journey with me. And, he, and I say invited because God doesn't force you to live out the great dream he has for your life. He invites you to do that. And some people say yes, and unfortunately many people say no because we see people die with, dreams in their hearts and with unfulfilled plans. So I decided to say yes, and now I have this amazing life that you're going to hear about too as well. That is so, wow, God invites you. Yeah, and so when we talk about God inviting you and you saying yes, you would call that an act of surrender, yes? Yep. Absolutely, an absolutely. act of surrender. And I remember in our conversation two years ago, this is one this is area for you, and and. You know, a lot of people write books, right? I mean, in your first book, as I read it, was the 40-Day Surrender Fast, correct? Yes. Um, so a lot of people write books, and not all the time are the books about things that they can truly personally <laughs> relate yeah. to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that. But but for you, this was writing that book and the lifestyle you were living in and, and how you got to where you are right now was all because you surrendered. You surrendered to what you heard God mm-hmm. saying to you. Yeah. Absolutely, and you know, and you're right, it was a personal journey, and it seems that that's kind of how God has all of my life been. I kind of live out loud, so the book is no different. Um, It was a personal journey. It was very personal for me. It was really all about God, again, inviting me into an experience, and then me walking out the uh, call to surrender to the ultimate plan that he had. I mean, I'm still living it out, of course, but Mm -hmm. what he had planned for me after I said yes. But you have to show up with a yes in order for him to start to give you the path to follow. You know, as you're describing it, it sounds a lot like corporate America. Hmm. Because in corporate America, you you know, if you're on the fast track, and let's just say you're in sales. I'll use myself as an example. I'm in sales. I have been my entire career for the most part, 95% of my career. And early on in your career, they tell you, you know, you're going to have to move. That's what sales is about. You're going to have to move to all these different locations, and depending on where the customer is located, you'll have to make these moves. You only get so many chances to say no, and they stop asking. You learn that very, very early, so when you finally get to the point where you say, okay, you know what, where I am right now, my kids are in high school, and so no, I won't move until my kids are out of school. Well, then Mm. you know what, they're not going to ask me. Because they know I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. 
That is funny. I wonder if we can that make the same a analogy. Connection. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that analogy, and I'm going to have to use that. <laughs> well, you may use it. I have given yes, it to you. you. You may use it. You're right, because God, through the Holy Spirit, you know, we have a spirit that lives inside of us as part of mm-hmm. who we are. That's the real part of us as a spirit. Invites, keeps inviting, do this. Like with the, what you just read about with the food. I used to be a junk food junkie, and after um, – being delivered from cancer through a number of different treatments, chemotherapy, radiation, minor surgery, and other drugs. It was a two-year process. The Holy Spirit kept inviting me, you know, how about eating better? How about mm. not eating that today? How about mm. taking that off your diet? How? He kept inviting, inviting. I thank God he invited more than once because I would have missed out. <laughs> on <his wonderful laughs> thank God for, for coming thank back God. more than once, right? Exactly. <laughs> And people say he's a God of a second chance, but no, 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 third chance, fourth chance. <laughs> but you're right. You, but you get enough, uh, you know, eventually the the invitation does run short, and you can miss your opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, for sure. So I thank God he gave me enough time to say yes. Say yes. Yeah. So, okay, so I have two questions that come up based on what we've just talked about. The first thing is how do you know that you're hearing the invite? That's my first yeah. question. Uh-huh. And then the second question is going to be, so when you decide to say yes, what does that really mean? And I'm sure it means different things for different people depending on what the invitation is. But mm-hmm. those, those will be two initial questions. Right. So the first question is how do you know you're hearing yeah. uh, the how call you, or the How do you hear the call or the invitation? I like to say the yeah. invitation because the call is a little scary for people. <laughs> what do you right. mean Let's I've been called? Invitation. You're right. <laughs> say the invitation. <laughs> Keep it light. Keep it light. Invitation. Right, right. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to you have to, this this is the way it happened for me. Um, it's not so easy. People say a lot, and I actually was just on in, um, was being interviewed yesterday related to the same question. Someone said that she had heard all these people. She wasn't particularly spiritual, but she said she always would hear people say, I heard God say, and God said mm-hmm. this. And, God, and she's mm-hmm. like, what? What are you talking about? I don't even understand that. How do you know? And you know what she said, and I agree with her completely. She had to be, be still. She had to quiet her mind. She had to make space where she would devote time in the morning with prayer and meditation. She had to do she had to do something that was outside of her norm. And that's how I, too, learned to hear the voice of God. I started doing daily devotionals, reading my Bible, prayer, or reading even other um, books that would incline me to clear my thoughts and my mind. And then I started to get used to how he spoke to me. And God speaks to everybody differently. Right. God typically speaks to me through his written word, but also other people. Other people will randomly, I, I promise you guys, randomly come up and confirm something. They have no clue they did that. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, they just confirmed it. Thank you. So that's how I was able to hear the invitation because I was at a dinner. It was a Christmas dinner in 2008, and I was seated with a couple from our church who started to randomly, you all, because God always confirms things to me through people, and I, I don't mean randomly at all, divinely connected, but um, I started to speak to this couple, and they started to say how they had both um, had um, wanted to retire from the military. So they both had gotten, he had gotten to about 16 years, and she got to about 12 or 13 years, and they both heard at different times, God tells them, don't retire, which would, would, would have given them a sense of security, of course. Don't retire from the military. Stop now. And they both end up stopping their military careers pre-retirement, um, which most people are like, that sounds crazy. But right. the minute they said it to me, you all, the spirit said to me, and now you 
are about to stop doing everything you're doing. And at that oh time, my. I was, yeah, I know, I was, and that was the invitation. I was um, in private practice. I was on a um, national speaking platform. I was ministry leader at my church. I was writing for various national magazines. He said, stop it all. Stop. Mm. You're done. And, and of course, I could have said yes or no, you all, and, but I decided to show up with a yes. And that's how this whole thing started. And surrender, that's what I ended up doing, and that's what we teach now, a philosophy around surrender, but that's what it looks like. Um, and then to your second question, which escapes me, tell me again what the is second the, question. What does surrendering look like? Yeah, what does surrendering look like? Exactly. So surrendering looks like just what I just shared with you. So when I heard the invitation to stop doing what I was doing, I said, yes, and stop doing what I was doing. So I had to close everything down. It took all of 2009 to stop doing everything I was doing. And then in 2010, I showed up. I I came home, literally came home, y'all, to do nothing. So surrender means I don't have to know the rest of the plan. I just say yes to the first step. That's what surrender means. And surrender, our definition of surrender is um, yielding what I want and putting God at the center. That's that's a simple definition of surrender. Yielding what I want and putting God at the center. I decided to say yes to that. And came home so I could hear my next step, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. And when you say you you walked away from everything, your job, your practice, the ministry work that you were doing, yeah, everything, no income, no income. Exactly. I just want to be clear. I just want to be clear for people. Right. No side <laughs> job, no right. no side hustle, no 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 side hustle. Exactly. <laughs> and you all, and, and, and what what is amazing to me is that God doesn't invite you to have an adventure with him, an experience with him, when it seems like all things are lined up. And you can say yes very easily. At that time, my husband had retired from the military, and for some reason, people didn't find him marketable. They weren't hiring him. So in that moment, we mm. we were one income, you all. God said, stop doing everything you're doing. And it, we could perceivably be no income. So it's right. like, what? What? Really? Really? I'm going to need about three more people to tell me that, Lord. I'm just going to need about three <laughs> more people. <laughs> And then send me one more for confirmation. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so my husband, we both talked about it. We agreed right away. And then it's interesting. When we agreed, we showed up with a yes for me to stop everything. He did, you all, not offered one. It was within a week, and I kid you not. Not one job offer, three job offers, hefty salaries, where he gets to choose where he wants to work. Which job he wants. Options. Which job he wants. The options. Because he's a god of provision. (laughs) Yes, he is. He's a guy. And he said he'll never leave you or forsake you. So, yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, this begs the question, you know, surrendering is difficult for people because it's oh, exactly yeah. what you said. It's giving up complete control. Control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want to we see what the next step is just to make sure that this is the right first step. And I think the biggest thing um, a lot of a lot of us, and I'll just throw myself in the bunch, struggle with is, yes, I feel like I heard him yes. in whatever way he speaks to me, but mm-hmm. what if I'm wrong? Like, what if, what if wow. <laughs> I'm just right. hearing what I want to hear? You know, I know I want to go off and do this. And so in my mind, because some things you just have to say, okay, I know that was God because I'm not smart enough to have come up with that thought. Yes. I've never thought that before in my life. I'm never sure that, that must have been God. <laughs> never thought that yes. before. So you know, pretty much those are the things you go, yeah, that had to be God. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was good. Uh, but, you know, but then there are some other things that 
the stay on your heart and keep coming back over and over and over again. These are the things I, I tell people, um, you know, as I talk to them about, you know, faith to conquer fear and how do you understand what your purpose mm. is and, and what your, your calling is. It's those things that keep coming back over and over and over again that you can't shake. You know, everybody gets on a whim. You know, there's the latest fad. Oh, I wish I could do blah, blah, blah. Oh, I think mm-hmm. I could do X, Y, Z. But it's that one thing, that one vision you may have gotten years ago that never seems to go away. You always wow. remember it. It comes back up when you least expect it. You know that's the purpose. You know that's the call. So yeah. when you hear things that validate and support that, for me, it terrifies me because I'm like, oh, Lord, this is a piece of the vision. <laughs> this is a piece of that thing that wow. I'm afraid of, you know. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think that's a big challenge for people is how do you really know that you heard him and that mm-hmm. it's not your own, you know, your own yeah. mind coming up and conjuring things. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and I think early on, at least from, from my experience early on when I was getting used to God's voice, he would mm-hmm. confirm right away. So it was like, oh, mm-hmm. confirmed, oh, you know, because you, you take a baby step. But after a while, you just get to know how he sounds. You get to, it's the same way if you grew up with your mom and dad or whoever, whomever you grew up with. Um, you just get to know how they sound, even over the phone. If someone tries to imitate them, you're like, that's not you. This is not that person. So yeah, that's not quite right. Work, Something's not yeah, right. Yeah, because you spend time. So that's the whole thing I keep saying. You have to spend time with the person that you love so that you get to know them intimately. And it's the same with God. It's no different. And then you get to know his voice. That and that's that's a critical point. You said it earlier, yeah. but I kind of glossed over it. It yeah. is exactly that thing. You have to spend time. You have yep. to get to yep. know my voice. The Bible says it, right? You yes. have my sheep yes. know my voice. My voice. There you go. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, that is so true. And and in today's because one of the things I I you know I'm one of these people. I have always had a challenge of just sitting down and reading my Bible. Yeah. Yeah. Um I just it just I don't know. I don't really sit down and read anything. Mm-hmm. I listen. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I listen see. to books on C D in the car, you know, audio books in the car. That's how I prefer because I typically learn by hearing. Yes. And which is why the spoken word through pastors or whatever, that's important to me. I you know, YouTube, listening to pastors, all that stuff is what I prefer as a learning sure. method. And you get that confirmation. But you're exactly and in today's society there's no reason not to be able to hear him. Because you have oh, audio no. books, you have. I mean, you can listen, you can read it, you can. <laughs> <laughs> there is every option. There's an app for that. I mean, you yeah. name it, there's an app for that. Uh, so there is no reason, but that is a, that's such a, an important point. Um, just sure. another validating point, even for me, is that you have to be intimate enough with him so that you do know when it's him um, it. talking to you, when your spirit is, when that's touching your spirit. Sure. Wow. And then so mm-hmm. surrender to God is obviously very important. I mean, oh, yeah. in, order, in order for him to do what he said he's going to do, you have to accept the invitation. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Surrender so is hugely. Of, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's, 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 it's hugely important to God because surrender requires obedience. Mm-hmm. And when you're obedient, there are so many scriptures related to how God um, uh, is, um, how obedience is so important to God because when you are obedient, you're opening yourself up to his blessings. And scripture after scripture talks about that. In Deuteronomy 28, it talks about when you're obedient, um, that if you don't go to the left, don't go to the right, he'll overtake you with the blessings. So you have to surrender, and surrender, again, requires obedience. So, yeah, it's hugely important to God. 
Mm-hmm. So what types of things does God invite people to surrender? Oh, my goodness, the list goes on and on and on, because we've had tens of thousands of people do the surrender fast. But some that really stand out, with, I will start with some that are pretty popular. So a lot of things, because we talk about getting quiet, right, and about getting to know his voice. So oftentimes he'll shut people down from the typical things like TV and social media and, you know, those things that are chatter in our ears. Um, so a lot of times people will um, surrender those things. People, of course, surrender things related to food because food um, is mostly associated, I mean, fasting is mostly associated with food. So people yeah. surrender all sorts of types of um, food. Um, people surrender unusual things. Like I had a person who surrendered um, applying for credit cards. Mm. Hey, everybody has their thing. She was applying for credit cards. I know. She she was um, applying for credit cards and getting approved, but not using the credit cards. So God told her to stop applying. And the reason, and then once she stopped applying, she realized it was a sense of security for her. She had bad credit for a long She couldn't get it. Right. So when she could see somebody wanted to give her $10,000, it was a source of security for her. So I tell you, the gamut goes on and on and on. Wow. So let's back up for a second because we alluded to the surrender fast, but let's take okay. a step back and just tell people what the surrender fast is because we Absolutely. haven't told people what that is. Right, 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 exactly. The surrender fast is what, again, when I when I came home in 2010 and didn't know what I was going to do, God started taking me on a series of fasts. And that year, 2010, I did three 40-day fasts. And at that time, I didn't realize I was doing what we know now to be the surrender fast, the 40-day surrender fast. And the 40-day surrender fast was developed for my time of fasting, particularly the third time I fasted. I invited a good 100 people or so to fast with me. Each morning I would get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and blog to them. Talk talk about uh, faith to conquer fear. I was so afraid because I'm like, Mm. they're waiting on me. They want to hear something great. God, help me. Oh, my God. Isn't that pressure? That is such pressure. And they were all literally waiting. Right. Like, oh, it would get to them by 7 o'clock. But they're like, okay, where's our blog? And blog for 40 days, we had the most amazing testimonies come out of that time spent with God. And from that blog, took all of that blog, took it off of the computer and made it into book format. And that's what we know today to be the 40-day surrender fast. Mm. And now we continue to lead people through the experience of fasting because we know that the 40-day surrender fast devotional is a tool that people can use to learn how to surrender because the whole idea is that you become surrendered for life. It is not so that you do occasionally on a 40-day fast and you start to live a lifestyle of surrender. Mm. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Now, you do this. How often do you do this? Do you still do this consistently with folks? We, we, you know what? I'm glad you asked that question because I have had to surrender doing this as a corporate fast. We're actually in our last uh, cycle of fasting, that's what we call them. This is our ninth cycle of fasting that we did corporately with people across the nation. This is our last cycle of fasting, you all. Um, and the only reason I'm stopping is because I heard the invitation to do something different. So mm. God is taking me in a different direction related to divine wellness. Um, but I do, people will continue to do the surrender fast. Churches have started to pick it up. They're doing it uh, corporately in their churches. Women's groups, organizations are all doing it. So the work continues. But when God has something else for you to do, something great, or he has another plane for you to step on and take some territory, he will invite you again. And you know what? The invitation comes at a time where we're at the peak 
Oh, this yes. corporate bastard. Like, Were you thinking, surely I didn't hear that, right? Yeah, surely. Sure. No, that's what that. I said at first. I, I'm like, I'm so silly. I'm always hearing the same <laughs> thing. Right, right. <laughs> I'm so silly. I'm so silly. I'm so I love silly. it. <laughs> right, right. But I knew it was him because by now, you guys, I know how he speaks. I knew it was mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband again. My husband and I worked together. I told him again. I said, hey, you know, I heard this crazy thing again. Here's a new thing I got for you. Um, this is our last cycle of fasting. And my husband, I love my husband because he's not one of those get all excited and worked up. He's like, yeah, from the beginning, you always said you weren't going to do this forever, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, so it's the last one. I'm like, oh, all right, moving on. <laughs> but you kind of wanted him to reason a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, if you're like me, you're like, well, right. can you give me a little pushback so I can just right. confirm right. in my spirit that it's really. <laughs> right. That's the way he always is. He's like, you always said you weren't going to do this forever, right? And you know what's interesting? And the confirmation for me is two weeks before we started our corporate fast, um, February 23rd, mm-hmm. um, I had put up on Facebook, guys, this is cycle nine. The number nine is God's number of finality. It's when he closed the chapter. No clue he was about to close the chapter. I'm just putting it up there. Oh, my goodness. Three days later, he's like, yeah, chapter closed. I'm like, oh, righty. <laughs> well, he could say, well, you couldn't be surprised. You already said it. <laughs> I gave it to you it. to say. Yeah, I already right. set you up for it. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Well, okay, yes, so yes. now that if that chapter is closing, what's next for Dr. Celeste? Yeah, you know what? And I love that um, the bio you read is new. That bio, I wrote that bio um, out of faith, really, because I was really all into this whole corporate fasting thing. So mm-hmm. I wrote it knowing that God was taking me in a different direction and wrote that bio that you read just a moment ago related to divine wellness, divine wholeness, all of that. So it's so magnificent to hear that read out loud. I'm like, that's it. That's the place we're going. So God is taking me in the direction of um, encouraging people, instructing people, and helping people to surrender holistically. So not just for 40 days, not just in your temple, not just eating right nutrition, but um, being divinely well. And divinely well means that you have to surrender your mind, your thoughts, your spirit, your body, everything to him. And then when you listen to him and you are willing to, to take instruction from him in every area of your life, then and only then are you divinely well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I have emphasis. Oh, go yeah, ahead. Not to have an emphasis, emphasis of course, on physical health, but we can't even start there because it's the mind that makes the body sick. By the time you see someone physically ill, it's already the manifestation of a spiritual problem. So we mm-hmm. have to take it all the way back to the root and then get to the whole nutrition thing. Wow. Now, do, do you do coaching for people? Do you do one-on-one coaching, group coaching? How do people, if they yeah, want to participate in this, what do they do? Yeah, absolutely. So we do group coaching on Facebook, and our mm-hmm. book, uh, our group coaching um, page is the, the um, Surrender Your Diet Mastermind Group. So Surrender Your Diet Mastermind Group on Facebook. In late December, God had put on my heart to do a, a, a retreat. So in divine order, it's so amazing. I started the plans for this retreat, not knowing I was about to go in a whole different direction. So we have the Surrender Healing Retreat that's coming up in April, and the theme, of course, is divine wellness. So we're going to have experts coming to you to help you to be divinely well in your spirit, in your mind, in your body. It's going to be transformational. We expect people to walk out of there healed from whatever it is, um, as long as they're willing to say yes and show up uh, mm-hmm. with a surrender heart. We expect miracles to come from the retreat. I love it. I love it. Well, we are almost out of time. 
Um, and we could talk for about three, four more hours, I am yes. sure. <laughs> but I want you to let folks know, she, Dr. Celeste has a beautiful, beautiful website, and I encourage you to go look on her website. I'm going to let her tell you Thank how you. to find her in just a second. Um, she's a beautiful lady, and you can see that everything she preaches, she looks the part, okay? Uh, now, she's not popping muscles left and right, so it's not non-aspirational. Um, but she looks. But you look really good. You look really Thank good. Thank you so much. But um, go ahead and tell folks uh, about how they can reach you and how they can participate and whatever else you want to share just before we go. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for this opportunity. And you all can reach me at um, surrenderfast.com, surrenderfast.com. You can meet, uh, go on over to there and connect with us there. Are you still there? I think I'm losing her right here at the end. Well, if you all can hear me, uh, let me go ahead and tell you how to contact her. She is, at, again, Dr. Celeste Owens Ministries, so two different places. Uh, the website she mentioned to you before that you can also see on your screen, and www.drcelesteowens.com, which you can also see on your screen. And so I want to thank you all for joining us today. Sorry she uh, fell off right here at the end, but thanks for listening to the Faith to Conquer Fear radio show with me, Christy Demetrakis. I invite you to follow me and the show on Blog Talk Radio to get news and reminders for upcoming shows. I'd also like you to connect with me on Twitter, at C. Demetrakis, and Facebook. I have two Facebook pages, Faith to Conquer Fear and The Empowered Speaker. This will allow you to keep up with all the news and events to inspire you to keep it moving. I'm doing what I love. Talk to you soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.